Got it. I'm being recorded. I've been told. Put your clothes back on. Yeah. MLVC. Excuse me, but I'm singing in one key and you're singing in another. Poor is the man whose pleasures depend on the permission of another. Open the door now and suffocate. Just give me a fan. I don't trust any man who hasn't kissed another man. I'm waiting. All right, people, it's time to get your dancing shoes on. You're listening to MLVC. It's all Madonna, all the time. Welcome to the party, bitches. Hi, I'm Nadia Ginsberg, and you're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast. Your place for all things Madonna, Louise, Veronica, Ciccone. Uh, just rolls right off your, your lips so beautifully. Yeah. Should I do it once as Madonna? Can you call her? Yes. Just like that? Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Nadia Ginsberg doing an impression of Madonna for MLVC, the Madonna podcast. Your place for all things Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> and hey everybody, this is Stefan. Thanks for joining us for another episode of MLVC. After too long of an absence from this podcast, I want to welcome back a listener favorite, everybody, Nadia Ginsburg. Oh, hi. Thank you. Applause, for applause, applause, snaps, snaps. Daddy, it's I'm so welcome back. It's uh, it's been over a year since you've blessed yourself and genuflect here on the show. I mean, you you look fabulous. I thank you. I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm. And how are you in your new home? You're in your new home. So, well, I have Madonna, as you can see. She's she's looking down. She's blessing me. Okay, good. Yes. Yes, and uh, settling in, settling in. There's a little too many dogs in the neighborhood for my liking, but. I blame the owners. I don't blame the dogs. You know, how about how about uncut Puerto Ricans? Um, haven't seen any of those yet. Uh, condolences. But it's it's still early, right? Um, I did want to say I, I was so upset. I did not get a chance to see you when you performed in New York City because I was moving into my new home. That exact weekend, I wasn't able to make it up to New York. Did you... Did you have a good tour? I actually, I really did. I loved being back in New York. It was very brief, but one of my, besides doing the show, the day, um, the day of, I went to a New York coffee shop and I went, cause when I do a show, I'm always like tweaking things like up until the last minute. Um, and I got to sit in a New York coffee shop, which, you know, here in Los Angeles, it's like uh, another comedian I know, Erin Foley. She's a very funny comedian. She like, talked about the culture shock of moving to New- to L.A. She's like, I- I'll be, she's like, I come from an Irish Catholic. We work on the East Coast. You work and then you die. Like it's, <laughs> she's very funny. And, uh, and then she said, and then I moved to L.A. And there are people, I walk by a coffee shop at 2 p.m. They're playing Connect Four. And I want to go over to them and say, what's wrong? And, it, and you see people like, uh, like dressed as the person, uh, you know, like they're auditioning for a person, who, the person going to the coffee shop, even though that's a bad rap. And L.A. is the most multicultural city 
in the country and it's really like living in Mexico in a way. Mm. And there's so much more than the, than the entertainment business, but cutting to the chase, which is so nice to feel that New York energy, that kind of New York energy that Madonna felt when she said, take me to the center of everything. Mm -hmm. um, I had a great show. I had Matthew Rettenmund. I always, do I pronounce his name correctly? The Madonna historian. And he came to my show. Nice. And I was competing with Kylie Minogue, which oh. was not wonderful. So I had, I had a great house, but some, I kept the money. But some people, I did lose some people to Kylie, but that's understandable. Um, and I had a wonderful time. That's my um, long. Yeah, it looked like a whirlwind tour. I mean, you were in New York and then Fire Island, I think, Fire for Island, a minute. Yes, and I had never been there. Uh, I had never been. So that I ever. know. Um, no, ever. Did Which, you did you walk through the meat rack? Did you get did you get christened? Well, um, uh, no, I actually I was in pacific grove and i it was a pretty in and out um but so i walked by the water and i just got the vibe i like had a little tour of the place but i, I could have spent a lot more time there oh yeah it's beautiful there and can, wait can i see your show show the folks at home watching you those amazing oh my god those earrings are fantastic huge they were it um they were two dollars <laughs> and I, um, I, yes, I'm working them here. She's brought her bling with, with her ladies, gentlemen and everyone. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I was going to say, uh, I, I was also upset that when I was in Los Angeles this past summer, that we, we weren't able to connect as well because Nadia didn't want to drive to the beach. Well, it was, it is quite a long, we were quite a long time we were far, far away, which yeah. was fortunate. Yeah. I, I, the people that did come and visit me at the beach were like, oh, why are you dragging me all the way here? And I'm like, it's it's beautiful. The beach is beautiful here. But they just, yeah, I get it. And, and now we're in the car. Have, but it was just at the time, my schedule was like, I would not allow for that. So I... Did you have fun? Did you enjoy your time? I did. It's oh, I love the California beach. It was, you know, a little slow, but beautiful people nice. and come on those sunsets on the beach with all the pollution all the color <laughs> uh, well speaking of tours you're not the only one who had is is coming up on a tour we we are only one week away from madonna's celebration tour opening in london finally after a year of madonna's secrecy we will have the big reveal Madonna's big opening is happening yes. on Saturday, the 14th. Nadia, will you be attending the I celebration will. tour? I will be attending in Los Angeles when I comes here, I think in March. Um, and I believe this is the swan song. I think oh, you do. I do. I think. And let's get right to it. I have word from Madonna's inner sanctum, Nando Vagina. Okay. I don't mean her vagina, that since the as this is word on the street, I know this is not hot off the presses, that since her biopic was um scrapped, maybe temporarily, that the show has evolved in sort of an unofficial, not chronological summation of her life, and which 
makes me wish it were actually done in a more intimate setting, uh-huh. like Madame X tour, which I saw, which was beautiful. And yes, I think, I mean, let's, I want, you know, I want to see Madonna. I want to see her on a stage. I want to see Madonna's Sandra Bernhardt version show. Mm. I want to see Madonna on a stool with a, a mic and a piano player. I don't want her to have to dance around. Maybe she can have some dancers in the background, maybe, but not even that. I'm backpedaling. I, I want to see her just talking, telling real stories, things like maybe even let the audience ask questions and be not prepared, relinquish <laughs> control, and be because I think she can be not, I think she's much funnier than even the same dick sh- joke she did in on her la- in the Madame X tour and i'm mm-hmm. not putting it down but i know she can be organically funny and i love her beautiful voice without vocoder or whatever and i want to hear stories i want her i want her to talk to the audience that's what i want and listen she's getting older and i just feel this tour of this magnitude we saw what it did to her physically her last tour so i'm wondering if it is the last tour of this magnitude what do you think i think i mean i never say never when it comes to madonna because you never know you know she could say yeah this is the last big tour and then 10 years from now she'd be like i'm not old and she'll trot herself back out into stadiums i mean look at Cher. Cher's still does you know stay she has a biannual farewell tour you you know you know share very yes, well yes i get it are you when, excited that you will now have share christmas music to parody i'm more excited that share in her old age has decided to become a gelato tycoon are you aware <laughs> of this share lotto she, yeah, she has a truck a fleet of trucks and there are flavors like ginseng um something what is it the flavors dark chocolate lady <laughs> and it's a she she has a and i want to go like uh i have a sort of pipe dream of dressing like share and showing up like undercover boss oh you totally should do that <gasps> Make sure some- like undercover but like with a thong and a like a bra and an overcoat anyway um please make sure someone brings a camera and gets that all that'll be huge on tiktok that would be huge on tiktok if you did that and that's that's what we're all striving for these days because god is dead but um but but your question was about vegas i have a question for you would madonna ever do vegas i mean again never say never in the past she said no and i think it's just because she doesn't feel the I think she feels that that's selling out, you know, like same thing with the reason why she would never do a Christmas album, you know, now in 10 years, in in 10 years, if she does a Christmas album and she goes to Vegas, uh, I will publicly apologize, but uh, I I don't think she ever would. I think that's, you know, that's not her art firm. I think she, she would rather do, she likes going on the road. It's, it's, it, that's rock and roll to her. That's, you know, that's being, uh, a, an artist, a legend taking the show around. The only thing I would love to see her do if she was ever going to do Vegas, did you see you two at the that orb that that the sphere, I think it's called in Vegas? Amazing. Looks no. 
amazing. It's this new concert venue in Vegas called The Sphere. And it's this enormous, so they can do video projection on the outside. So like, you know how Vegas, it's all like glitz and glam and lights. And so the entire outside has video projection. And then inside, it's kind of like if you've ever been to like an IMAX theater where it's sort of like. Oh, the yeah, huge, like you're flying. But the sphere is enormous. And the whole thing is like video projection. Look it up. The video projection that they had for U2, because U2 is the first artist to like open the, the sphere, looked phenomenal. And I thought, oh my God, what Madonna could do in a space like that? Like that would be amazing. So that would be the only way I could see her doing Vegas. It would have to be something like that enormous, like that epic. It couldn't just be like her in this tiny little, you know, I mean, because the Kylie's show that she's doing in Vegas, there's only like 1500 seats in that. It's tiny. Like you can barely fit anyone in there. And I'm like, I don't think Madonna would do Vegas for that many. Like she would want it to be a scene. I think she might do it because of the connotation of sphere and the globe, you know, Shakespeare's is, wasn't Shakespeare, the globe. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I also think she thinks that that's kind of like pedestrian, right? Like I think she's more considered, but listen, you're saying sell out the material girl. She's that's her thing is making selling out sort of an art form and making us wonder is that selling out or not? And personally, that's always been why my fascination with her is, is she the rebel that's saying, fuck you to everybody? Or is she saying, or is she the artist saying, please love me and I will jump. I will, because right now that's sort of where I am with her, that there is a grace to someone like Chrissy Hind or even though she, that, that's more of an underground or even though she's a seminal rock performer and no, I don't mean semen. Um, <laughs> that like Cher has allowed herself to become a tribute act. And it is like as someone I'm in my fifties and you, there comes a time when you're like, I, 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 I shouldn't look in the mirror and go, I don't look like a 30 year old. It's okay to look in the mirror and say, I'm in my 50s and it's okay to look like I'm in my 50s, but look healthy and good for being in my 50s. And I feel you are not in your 50s. Oh, yes, I am. I'm not going to tell you what number. I'm not going to tell you because I'm not I'm not that brave. This is still Hollywood and I want to possibly book a role. But but. And thank you for that shock as someone who's who is melanin challenged. I think that's what also we should call white people melanin, that they're melanin challenged. Let's flip <laughs> the script. But no, do you know what I'm saying? It's like at a certain point, and she did do that with her Madame X uh, album. You know, that album was per- very personal. Um, but at a certain point, I kind of like, I'm wondering what would the Madonna be that's not so desperately trying and yes, I use the word desperate because, you know, I was, I was going to pull that out for a second. Yes. No, Is she, do we think again, she's being desperate? Just, some of it does seem. It, that is. And listen, let me just say this right now. If you do not, if you can't be honest with somebody, I love this country for what it should stand for. 
but I would never be my country do or die because that means I don't really love what this country stands for. And the minute someone is above reproach, above uh, criticism, you have dehumanized them. And I will never dehumanize Madonna. Mm -hmm. She is a person. So if I cannot give an opinion about her, it's like why religion is fucked up. We are good and bad. Are these balls? Are these tits? I don't know. But do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to live up to an unreal, that's why we're all on pills because no one wants to feel anything. It's normal to feel sad. It's normal to feel happy and sad. So if I can't say that I love and respect this woman, but I can't say at times I've seen, I've thought certain things of hers to be desperate or like that's unnatural. It's unhealthy. Mm. So, um, y yes, sometimes I feel like I want to know what it's like to be in your sixties, not what it's like to be in your sixties trying. And listen, all my friends are like, I've had, I, many of my boyfriends are younger. I have a lot of friends who are in their twenties. It's really a fucking, it means nothing. Okay. Yeah. I, I work with little children like I am on the level of a five-year-old. So like, um, yes, I, I, I sometimes do wonder if Madonna was not afraid of being judged for her age, what would the Madonna that we see, you know, her, yeah, I do. What would her art be? What would her performances be? What would, yeah. I mean, I think her Madame X album and her Madame X era was very, mature and grown up and i think a lot of people fans maybe didn't enjoy it because it wasn't the madonna that we were sort of craving you know madonna not that she's boxed herself in because i don't believe she would ever really do that but she you know her entire career was spent performing on stage and movement and dance yes. and using her body in ways where i mean in my forties now. And I know goodness getting out of bed sometimes is, is like, Oh, where'd that ache and pain come from? I'm just, I've just been sleeping. So I, I get it. You know, like to think where she was when she was my age, I always look at her every time I turn another year old, I look at, see, where was Madonna at this age? What was she doing? And I'm like, holy crap. She was like this age doing, you know, like to think that she was 50 years old when she did the Sticky and Sweet tour. That's one of her most athletic performed tours ever. And to think that she was 50 years old doing that, I'm like, I couldn't do that at 40 years old. Like uh, an so, Olympian. Yeah, She's it's like true. Olympian, uh, yes. And, but how much of that is healthy? <laughs> like there, you, you don't live longer to have muscles. You, you know what I mean? Like, but yes, I also do that compare. I mean, I think every Madonna fan does. And that's why we love her. She pushes us, but mm -hmm. also isn't the queen of invention supposed to evolve? Like, and she has evolved. I'm not saying she hasn't, but that's why I'm saying that's the tour I want to see. But that also ties into where I am as someone who sort of uh, mistaken, not mistaken, but by accident became known as this. I'm not even an impersonator, like an impersonator is somebody who 
does a look exactly like the artist and then lip syncs or something. I do stand up as that character, but it's really me. And I've gotten to a place in my career where I am a little tiresome of that. Mm. So maybe I'm projecting my own desire to strip everything away onto her. But I think, I think everyone does that. Honestly, I think Madonna is a mirror to everyone who is a fan of hers. I think we look at Madonna and if there have been times in, in her career and with her art that we have resonated with, that's when the, the mirror looking back at us has been happy. So we've been looking at Madonna and we look at that mirror that she's projecting at that time. And we're like, yes, this agree. I agree with this. I love this. This is perfect. That's you on a great day when you look in the mirror. But then there's other times where that Madonna, Madonna mirror is looking back at you and you're like, I'm not resonating with this, or I don't agree with this, or I don't like this. And that's sort of when we, you know, we're down on ourselves, you know, I don't look good today or I don't, you know, whatever it is. I think that Madonna, and I don't even think she, she knows, or maybe she doesn't realize, or she doesn't care, you know, that so many people look at her for, you know, how people, how they should feel individually, you know, like, I think that's why, you know, people are so obsessed with a set list, you know, what songs is she going to sing uh, at the celebration tour? Because there are so many songs that are very personal to people and, and mean so much. There was, you know, someone was having a really tough time in their life. They were going through a breakup and Madonna released a song and that song resonated with them so much that it, it, it becomes a part of them. That song is with them. And if she doesn't sing that song, these people almost take offense to it. It's as if like, how could she not sing this song that means so much to me? It's, you know, like it's almost as if Madonna is personally offending them. Um, so, yeah. uh, you know, it's I, I will, on, on set list. What, what songs would you like to hear Madonna sing? Do you, do you have like a set list idea or, or would you, do you air on, I want to hear old 80s songs, 90s? I, I mean, really she's been around forever. So there's periods of songs that resonate in all parts of our lives. Um, I like the, I think especially at her age now, um, coming full circle, I love the idea of her singing the songs that she sang that were her first, that were her first inspirations, mm-hmm. you know, and because she'll, you'll, she'll rework them. Totally. I'd like to hear her so- sing like some covers. I'd well, love we know, to we know she ain't going to do that. I know. But again, that again, I'm getting back to the show that I want to see. That's like, you know, um, I don't know that I go to a Madonna concert going, I hope she sings this song. To me, I'm more like, I want to know what Madonna wants to sing. I'm not like, but, and I just want to hit, like respond to something you said, like all love is a mirror, right? So when you love somebody, all love is a mirror. So you will see things you love about yourself and not. And, and also as a comedian, um, your job as a comedian is to repeat jokes because those are the jokes that you know work. But when you've done a joke 20 or 10 or 20 or 30 or 50 or 100 times, you have less of a thrill that it's more exciting 
to let's say like, how is this going to affect these people? But then the audience deserves the well-crafted joke. And I heard actually Joni Mitchell one time, who's had an incredible career and actually had people like throwing beer cans at her at one point. Like she's really like, um, she, she was in concert once and she said, you know, it's so different being a painter than a singer. No one ever shouted at Van Gogh, paint a starry night. (laughs) (laughs) So like, yeah, I, um, being any kind of artist is always like, you have to please yourself first and the audience is there, but you also have to please the audience. But if all you're doing is pleasing the audience and not yourself, you start to get sick inside. Sure. Well, and I think that holds water for any art, you know, regardless of what art you're in, if you're doing anything just to please some well, life in general, I mean, that's a metaphor for life. love, Love. Sure. Yeah. You can't, if you're doing anything to please somebody else and only to please somebody else, that's a recipe for disaster. So uh, I think, you know, maybe that's a, a small metaphor for why Madonna may or may not sing Material Girl on the upcoming Celebration Tour. We don't, we don't know. I, I would love that out of the Celebration Tour, it we can get, uh, I mean, to me, it's a, a, an almost insurmountable task to be able to go through her catalog of songs. She has some of the most iconic music in history. And to, to be able to go out there and try to please everyone, it's just not going to happen. So, no, nor and I that's why I'm really un- interested to know if this rumor on the street is true, if it really is a telling of her life of a sort of mini biopic. It'll be interesting to see which of the songs she feels are representative of different parts of her journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it'll be I mean, sure, I'm sure she's I've heard she looks great. I heard she sounds okay. great. She looks gorgeous. And uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I think, and we've said this uh, over the last couple of months since her hospitalization, I think the one thing is, I think everyone's just going to be ecstatic that she's healthy and alive and on stage. You know, I mean, I think we, we take our icons for granted until we realize we almost, you know, that they're human and that we could lose them. And we had a very real moment of, I think Madonna almost died when she was in the hospital. And uh, so I think it'll just be great that she will, she will be there and be present and be singing and performing for us. So. And what about her hot boyfriend, Josh? I don't, I I don't know if that's. What do you mean? She keeps posting about him. Did you, what about the funny side coincidence that he was on summer house on Bravo? Did you know that? No, but that's what the all is, isn't everyone. Like if you're, if you, I mean, Madonna just doesn't pick some random person off the street. I mean, they have to be in, involved in the entertainment industry in some way, shape or form. Right. To be in her sphere. No, but I know. I just thought it was like the best revenge is like all these people criticizing her for dating younger men or all of that. She's like, that's the best revenge that she's getting it from that hot piece of meat. I mean, he's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. 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 I'm on board with that. If, if that, if allegedly that's her boyfriend, if it is good, good cut the shit. 
he's she's why else is she hanging out with him for intellectual conversation look if i could you know hang around with hot men just for fun i would do it wouldn't you What's, but what is the fun of hanging out with hot men? Knitting or fucking? You want to knit with hot men? You want to watch Bravo with hot men? No, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to watch Bravo. Period. What? Sacrilege. Yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. Right. Unless you were on Bravo. If you were on Bravo, I would watch Bravo. Well, it's a whole other discussion, but I think it's been reality TV is the reason we're in a golden age of television. And it's mostly women in their 50s and 60s, not cast by the seven men who supposedly wrote the Bible or seven white men that run Hollywood. So mm-hmm. I think like we're seeing different races, different and women that are older. And we're like intravenously Give me more women. Give me women from Salt Lake City. Give me black women from Atlanta. Give me, give me my, uh, uh, you know, Latinas in, uh, in Miami. And what do they consider wealth? How do they, uh, give me Jersey housewives. How do, what do they consider wealth and success and love? And how do they rear their children? I think it's a lot deeper than a lot of people. And sometimes I'd rather see Big Ange, rest her sweet soul from mob wives talking to her son at the kitchen table about the pizza business. He's going to open in Florida. No one could write that. Mm -hmm. No one would cast big Ange. And so I, I'm, you know, listen, Lola, Lola watches the housewives. She loves Dorinda. She, who is a New York woman. Okay. Lola, watches the housewives and she puts it in her stories and i often wonder if she watches she'd ever if she talks to madonna about it about being a housewife yeah being what about the whole franchise anyway i'm I'm sure i'm sure she's got a new song coming out are you excited um i i liked her album i was very surprised that she would uh, i thought Although she was like, actors are annoying, which I do understand as a, someone who's an actor and, and comedian and a writer. Whenever I'm in a room full of actors or like an acting class, ugh, I'm like, who are these dweebs? Like, there's so <laughs> much like, what do I have to do to do this? And what do I have to do to that? And, and this is a three camera. And this is, there's like, that's why I'm so much more at home with comedians and freaks and like people saying, this is who I am, not... This is what I have to do to fit in. Mm-hmm. Well, I get when Lola was like, I don't like actors. I can under, understand why she thought like, that's no, not where I want to go. But I was shocked that she would. But actually, that's a Madonna's daughter move. Go straight to the eye of the storm where everyone's going to criticize her and compare her to her mother. So I, I give it up for Lola for that. Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't think we'd ever see lola do music and when she did i was like oh interesting and then it was a complete off what like nothing like madonna is doing and i was like well smart you know don't because then it it would invite too many comparisons and um i mean it already does i think people were already commenting about you know like stage presence and the you know catchiness of the music i'm just like let the girl live her life people jesus and i gotta say rocco is an excellent painter. And as the daughter of a, a abstract expressionist painter, like I don't love gimmicky art. Like 
I respect what Warhol did and I'm a fan of the world he created, but I'm not going to be moved by cornflakes. It's an idea. It's kind of a stunt. And if something isn't rendered beautifully or I've taken time, I'm not into it. And I really like Rocco's paintings. It's beautiful. It's beautiful work. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, Talk to me about, because you had mentioned something in our pre-show, talk to me a little bit about Madonna as a relevant touring artist amongst our current pop you know, landscape with behemoth tours like Taylor Swift and Beyonce just like ruling the planet right now. I mean, does, do you think, and I, I'm posing this question to you because I yeah. do, but do you think that Madonna has a place in that world? I do, but I'm wondering, do you think she does? I'm playing well, devil's advocate. Okay, well, before I answer, I would say that if that world is a world... Okay, before I answer that, I'll say, is that even a positive? Like, is being the most popular something you strive for as an artist and is that what makes you relevant as an artist okay at mm -hmm. one time the most popular tv show on the in the world was baywatch okay and so did that, we look at how they all turned out well yeah i'm a big pamela anderson fan and her documentary was incredible oh and yeah I, she looks great now i love, I love her. and love not the, even like the, who the, she the natural no makeup look She's, I just love who she is. And it's uh, terrible, the sexism she had to with endure. But that I'd like, and I'm not being stubborn. I'm just saying like, I had this, was having this conversation with my friend Mario Diaz, who's a, a club promoter and actor. Um, he does a club called Hot Dog, but he owned The Cock. He opened uh, the rest, the uh, bar, The Cock in New York City. There's a documentary. I, I, I have been there in, in, okay. in, the, good old, in the good old days. Uh, there's a documentary. That's my upstairs neighbor, Greg, leaving. There's a sound. Um, uh, called uh, Club King that's all about that at that time in New York. Uh, and he said, you know, when I was growing up, I never loved the most popular people. I always loved the people who were in the fringes, the true artists, okay? Like, so it could almost be a compliment to not be in that big arena. And um, I did hear some rumblings that it was kind of worked out to Madonna's benefit, not only that she's well, but that her concert was pushed because she would have been in competition with Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Like, if you're going to walk through life and measure yourself as a success based on competing with tweens, what kind yeah. of a person are you like? Is Toni Morrison or Alice Walker or Gloria Steinem um, as uh, popular as the Kardashians, which they also I have no issue with. And that's a whole other question. But it, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the problem with this world we're in is like Hitler had a lot of followers. OK, he was a vegetarian. He wore khakis like um and again, at what price glory? Like, so 
I, I mean, I almost can't, I obviously can't answer that question because I don't think it's even important. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I Well, I think you hit the nail on the head with, uh, you know, I think Madonna was the popular, all popular, you know, whereas like she had a time in her career where everyone was on her side. Fans, the media, they all loved her. And well, wait a minute. Oh. Nope. She's always had people, death threats, you're a whore, you're fat, you're not pretty enough, you don't sing well, black Jesus is blasphemous, don't masturbate on stage, you're too old to be sexual, who are you fucking? I don't think she's ever not have had to withstand that relentless criticism but you're right she was selling albums at a rate that surpassed others i was trying to say that there was the arc of no 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 that she had the arc of she was as big as taylor swift or beyonce are right now she she got there then she wasn't and i think she's now come out on the other side of whatever wormhole she her career has gone through of it doesn't matter to her if she is or if she isn't. She's doing what she wants to do. She's doing this tour for the fans. And that, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, I'm sure it'll be great that she'll be able to consume the news cycle when she goes because Beyonce and Taylor Swift won't be touring alongside of her. But I, I think, you know, it, Madonna is carving a niche out where it's, you know, because uh, Stevie Nicks is still performing and Stevie Nicks is in her seventies, but yeah. I think it's what Madonna's doing is different because Madonna's. Yeah. Well, Stevie Nicks isn't trying. To, Stevie Nicks is an, just an artist who is not um, trying to have an Instagram presence is, is a, she's a, 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 a witch, like in the best sense of the word. Yes. And she is it's like I'm gonna put this art out. If you like it, great. If not, fuck you. This is what I like to wear. This is who I am. I am. She's not imaged. Her her even though she was even at her in her prime, one of them so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's she, her body was not her. Uh, what is it? Uh, I can't think of the word. Not it's, product, but. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So they're completely different. She's not trying to be a pop star. She's a rock and roll chick. She's right. uh and Mad- so Madonna has created she created a sort of a new niche like to be a pop star on that level. Yeah. You know? So you oh, there's almost no one to compare Madonna to. Yeah. She, well, because all of I feel like all of her share Cher, except Cher has allowed herself to become a sort of, you know, not a nostalgia act. She's let's she's I want to make a Christmas album. I want to sell gelato. I I'm you know, she you need to work that you need to work that share gelato bit into your. Oh, it's like, it. oh, good. OK, OK. Well, I have to do a new show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did mention it. And make sure that there's like hot shirtless men serving the gelato, you know, just into the audience, you know, like have it be interactive. Right. 
I'm, I'm not telling you how to run your show, but I, I know I, I love it. I love I, it. the gay men who would attend your show would love being served Charlotte by hot shirtless men. I'm just saying, I know, know your audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry. I feel like we got it. Your question was, is she still in that category? Can she dominate in that, in that realm? Well, and I'm, I mean, I'm saying, yes, I, I think she, I think she, she already has just the fact that she's yeah. still able to do shows to the scale that she's, you know, selling out concerts around the world, you know, like if the demand wasn't there, Live Nation wouldn't be shelling her out to country after country after country. They'd yeah. be like, you can do the United States or you can do London, you know, like they right. wouldn't, they wouldn't be farming her, letting her do that because it's all money. It costs money. Um, I want to know, are we, so I don't know if you've been following. So like Taylor and uh, Beyonce are both releasing tour films in the theater. And it's like saving the the theater business. Like AMC is like between that and um, Barbie and Oppenheimer. That's like saved the movie business. Hallelujah. Thank you, Cher, and oh, sorry, Cher. Thank you, Taylor and Beyonce and Barbie, uh, for saving the movie industry. But I'm like, oh, please, can Madonna please well, release a tour film? I would love well, maybe in the theater. This is the biopic. Maybe this is that again. How the biopic, the reinvention, has been morphed into the reinvention tour, and it will be a film. So, I mean, it would be. I could really see that intercut with interviews with people. So it's more in depth of a documentary. I'd love to Madonna talk about it. And I actually feel like that would be way more interesting than like, I loved what's love got to do with it. Uh, I, you know, so on and so forth, but biopics, I'd always rather watch personally a documentary mm-hmm than some suspending my disbelief, even if it's a wonderful impression that someone is being somewhere right. else. I mean, yeah, like- Lois Selena I mean, uh, great. A lot I, of- I love, I love Julia Garner, but you know, honey, sorry, you're no Madonna. No, she's not Italian enough, first, first I just feel like. But but I love her, I love- yeah. I mean, I mean and, and as un- unfortunate as it would be to see Julia Garner on the unemployment line, I'm sure the woman will be fine without the Madonna yeah. biopic. Oh yeah. And, you know, but I agree. Like when Janet Jackson's documentary came out, I think it was like last year or two years ago, whenever that was, I was like, oh, I would love this. Madonna sitting down talking about her career and just footage that we've never seen before that Madonna just pulls out of the archives. I was like, oh, that's, I would rather, because my, not that I had a resistance to the biopic, but I just thought, well, Madonna's not going to be in it. I'm like, eh. Also, I have to tell you, as someone who is uh, is even currently working on something that's self-reflexive about what my life is like, it is very difficult to have enough. Like if, if you came to me and said, I wrote a pilot, I uh, will you read it? Which is, you know, that's how I make a living as well on the side is doing punch up on screenplays and stuff. I love that. Something that someone else worked on. Let me read it. And, oh, yes, and this and this, because you're completely removed. But I don't know how good of a product something can be if you are the subject. Because Mm -hmm. even with writing, like, uh, you need to bounce ideas off people because you'll make one of two big mistakes. You'll either cradle a turd, like, this is so wonderful, or something that is beautiful, you'll be like, ah, 
That's a piece of shit. No one's going to want that. And you need someone else to go, no, that's beautiful. But that, meh. so I don't know. It, 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 I, my my um, prediction was that it was going to be a very entertaining, so bad, it's good cult film. Only only because you it's it's a it's virtually impossible especially with someone like Madonna who is so such a perfectionist and so protective of her image and I don't fault her for it that I don't know she would have been able to be that raw and vulnerable and at this point I mean that's what I want yeah you uh, want her makeup free on stage with a well, microphone? Not makeup free, not makeup free. I don't want to abuse her. Any woman past thirty-five without concealers, <laughs> a little concealer, oh, a red lip, right? a, and a and a key light. Yeah. No. You, um. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I feel like it'd be I hear you. hard. To... Oh, I think it would be impossible to, for any because we all have our own egos about like it'd be like anyone trying to tell their own personal story look at instagram how many people actually show the real them on instagram if i see one more picture of somebody on another vacation i'm like when the fuck do you people work like everyone's on vacation all the time in europe somehow like no. they're always in greece i don't know how I, i'm like wh- how are you working what's what job do you have and if it's a sex worker fine then i get it you can have sex a handy on the beach at jackie o and mykonos fine i get it that's how you're getting all your money but otherwise i'm like people are, do, do any people do boring office work like wh- where are they getting their money from i don't Wait, i just don't no, get it I, no two things i once had an idea of an Instagram where it's only negative things that you feel sad and terrible about yourself. So you can go on there. And also it's like, I once joked with my friends that the more your mouth is open in a picture, like (laughs) the more you're fucking dead inside and you want to kill yourself. (laughs) The same thing. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Yes. So. So Lola must be extremely happy. Because her mouth is never open on her Instagram. Well, you know, like I'm one of these people that my face does not look good in repose. Like I can't just that when someone's so gorgeous, you can just be like. And look gorgeous. She has one of those faces where or a model you can just, you know, have a deadpan face. So. Oh, I'm telling you, some like some of the re- people that are in Hollywood or models or whatnot, like there's a reason why, because like they can do things like they the camera can look at them with angles and stuff. And they like they they make it come alive. Like there was a picture that Timothy Chalamet posted over the the last year. And Lola's he sort of like, ex. Yes, Lola's ex. And Timothy Chalamet had like his hand covering his face in some sort of way. And I was like, he looks amazing in this picture. So I thought, I I wonder if I would look that good doing this picture. So I tried, I tried to do it and I did TikTok about it. And the, the, when you look at the picture of Timothy Chalamet compared to me, it Timothy Chalamet, it's like an artful photo of him covering his face and and it's like it's just gorgeous. Well, yeah, exactly. Raccoon eyes. <laughs> I, when I covered my face, it just made it look like someone was trying to shut me up. And I'm like, this is not good. This is not a good look. T- uh, Timothy Chalamet deserved an Oscar just for that photo. Uh, 
So yeah, you know, or like the, 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 the sorry, this is my last tirade on this, no. the fitness, the fitness influencers that like they get their phone and they like hold it down by their belly button or their crotch. So that way the camera's looking up and like, you can see how, how often they go to the gym and work out their pecs. And, but yet there's chin, their chin is still defined. If I was to do that, if I held my phone down by my belly button and you, my, my neck would just roll up to my forehead. Like I, I wouldn't, I'd look like beaker from the Muppets, like where it's just like this cannon of it. Like it would just, it's like neck into head. There, like there's no definition. I don't know how people do it. God bless them. No. And I often wonder with the younger generation who are buying now dummy phones. So they're buying these old phones um, that have no, the old, old no like can- the flip phones. Yeah, like the flip phone with you can't, you know, I wonder if there's going to be because the pendulum swimming, swinging back to normal faces, like regular faces. And because, you know, is the primate going to win out over AI, you know, because Mm. and I don't know, it's very interesting time we're living in. Yeah. Well. Uh, did you have any other comments that you needed to, to get off your, your chest about Madonna? No, I feel like uh, I'm excited to see the tour. And will you will you take a look at spoilers? So she's not coming to L.A. till next next March. I mean, you've got months before. Will you be following with bated breath over what she looks like and what she's singing and uh, I I don't I'm not affected by spoilers, even like as a writer, when people are like, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, I it can't be spoiled because I look at it in a like a mechanical way. And no, I'd look forward to that part. I oh, do I, want I to, bring it on. I want I want spoilers left and yeah, right. I want I like, tell me, yeah. tell me, people. I've even seen pictures. We've all seen those pictures, right? Of sure. that, yeah. Amazing. Um, I will have a partial spoiler and tell you my friend Pavi Olivares, which is, uh, he's a hair and uh, he's does hair and makeup, but mostly hair Emmy award winning hair. And he was the head hair person, hair department on the movie Dicks, the musical. And I saw a cast and crew screening and I am telling you this movie is something else. This is history making art. Uh, you heard it here first. Maybe not. Maybe you've heard other things before this airs. It is John Waters meets old Hollywood musical. It is a fuck you to the right. It is brilliant and jubilant and female celebrating. And I I got to meet the director afterward, who is one of the original writers of Seinfeld he he's uh he also directed Borat and I talked with him and he was and believe me I've worked with some big names directors and they shall remain nameless cuz some were wonderful but some I'm like this is this person you're a <laughs> fucking dick you're you're a fucking sexist dick and I don't care about your credits you're a douchebag and mm-hmm. this guy was the most self-effacing humble wonderful guy it's by these two gay men who wrote it. It was originally a musical where they acted all the parts. And Megan Mullally and Nathan Lane. Dicks the musical. And you're going to love it. Well, Nadia, why is it that 
like people who are just mean and and dickish yeah that, that they're successful in life i i never understand that like there's so many people that i meet where i'm like why are you successful you don't deserve that like you're not a nice person I think there are nice people that become successful. I think women are often called um, bitches and terrible when they speak up, where, whereas men would be patted on the back. Again, hearkening back to my original, if you can't take criticism, I'm dehumanizing you. I have not heard a lot of like Madonna, like share. All I hear is good. Outpouring of love. I, I think you have to be successful. You have to be willing in your desire to be loved by everybody on a big scale, you've got to be not worried to, to piss off some people. Yeah. I saw Nora Ephron's documentary and she wrote, uh, Harry met Sally, many other things. And she, it was called everything is copy and meaning everything is material. And she talked about how, when her mother was on her deathbed, she was making jokes. She went on the a talk show at the time and said that all married people secretly wish their husbands or wives would die. And she would date Mike Nichols, who was her next door neighbor. Like, you got to have those kind of balls. So and I, I, I am I am terminally nice and I'm trying to get rid of it because I'll always be kind. But you got to be willing to not be liked by everybody to be successful. Truly, I think. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I know. I keep waiting for my success because I'm not liked by a lot of people. <laughs> I'm like, well, why? A lot of people don't like me, but where's my success? I just you it's, are successful. Success all, it comes from within. Uh, well, so speaking of uh, projects, Nadia, tell yeah. us about some of your upcoming projects. I know you've got hey. some some things that you're oh, yeah. brewing. Your witches yeah. brew. Yes. I um pre I'm so excited to get back to, to our post production because it got shut down. Pre oh, that writer strikes. It's yes. like just give them their money. They deserve the money. It's happening. It's going to all come together. But um and this was actually unscripted. So um but it is a documentary series where they chose 6 uh queer icons and I was the only uh cis straight woman although i'm wondering now if i'm going to become if i'm going to have some lesbian experiences now that i'm older and still available anyway i lost track of time um anyway it's a like part doc documentary part mockumentary and uh like a christopher guest film not well it's all every episode is a different person so one is on Katya one is on Tammy Brown one is on Jasmine Masters one is on Darren Stein the director of Jawbreaker um and uh, there are a few others myself and so the whole crew came to my house and we walked around my house Jackie Beat came over we had a conversation they taped a show I did and then I also have a scene with uh, myself and Madonna having a conversation with me. And um, it really was about being a person known for these impressions and craving my own reinvention. And it, uh, the person who's directing it, John Mark, he made it for people that were queer in the queer community who he thought deserved flowers which like could make me cry right now. Like, and I 
already feel like I am so grateful for the love I experience, the chivalry from the gay community and gay men especially. I feel so held in an embrace. Like, I can't, I can't underestimate it. Like, it's overwhelming. Um, and I, it's, I feel so, it's like, I feel like I've talked about it, but I feel like it's evolutionary. It's why gay God made gay men. And that's to love and protect women in a way that straight men would never love and protect them. And to adopt all the children that the religious right don't want to get born, but give a shit about once they're born because Mm. they're black. Choke me in the shallow water before I get too deep. (laughs) But that was no, a good song. That was a good song. Choke me in the shallow water. It really was. I love that song. I mean, um, anyway. Well, so, well you've got what? Yeah. So, other than the documentary, I, I think you've got something yeah. else brewing too, right? Oh, yes. Oh, um, uh, Dr. Jackie, unlicensed psychotherapist. I will be playing Madonna in the new season, and it's in a great episode that's coming up. And I also am going to do my own podcast called The Nodcast, a podcast with Nadia Ginsburg and friends. Madonna and Cher may make an appearance. I will Naturally. have conversations with my friends. And so... Um, Selene, will Selene be on it? Of course. Selene will be a guest, my, my buddy, my best buddy. Yes. Yes. So, um, so that's a Bruin and, uh, that, and, um, and some shows I'm probably going to spend the holidays writing and stuff. I'll do some LA shows. Hopefully we'll be out on the road in new cities in the spring. I hope to be back to the UK where I went pre lockdown and did my show there. Um, but I'd love to go to some other European cities. So all in Go to all, Italy during the summer, you know, you can make a vacation oh, out of it. Well, you know, my whole family, I am Greco-Roman. My mother came here when she was 12, didn't speak any English. My grandfather, my nonno came over, opened a restaurant, got screwed over, and they all moved back. So my whole Italian contingency is in Rome, and I've only been when I was tw- four years old. Oh, my goodness. You have oh, to go back. I know, because you really are what you defend, and I've had to defend being a Jew but I'm just as much an Italian. And, and when I see Italian screaming and like, Oh my, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm Italian, but I'm so busy defending myself as a Jew that I don't think of that. And I know I'm going to go there and just fucking cry and be like, I'm going to scream and eat pizza. Yeah. Fuck Italian. guys. Yeah. And like ride a Vespa. Oh, if that's what they call Italian Dick. Yes. (laughs) Well, everybody, that's our show for today. I want to thank Nadia Ginsberg for visiting the show again. Nadia, tell everyone where they can find you on social. Please um, follow me on the Instagram at Nadia, N-A-D-Y-A, Ginsberg, G-I-N-S-B-U-R-G, like Ruth Bader. And um, and please follow my YouTube channel where, where I will be posting my new webs, my new uh, web series. I mean, my new pardon me. We're not going to edit that out. Or maybe you will. Where I will be. Uh, please tune in to, and follow my YouTube channel where I will be posting clips from my new podcast. And um, also, thanks. Here's a shout out to Jackie Beat. Oh, Jackie. look at that. That's a great mug. Friend, Jackie Beat mug. I need a 
fantastic mug with myself on it. Uh, and remember, everybody, you can find MLVC on Instagram, Twitter, and threads at MLVC Podcast. I'm going to be going live a lot on YouTube in the upcoming weeks with people from around the world as they attend celebration tour dates. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you never miss a video. You can also donate to the show. Help keep this go going. Help keep this go going. Help keep this show going. Uh, we're on Venmo at MLVC Podcast. Nadia, you're amazing. I, I love you. You're, I can't wait to see you in person. Finally, maybe one day. You'll drive from the beach. And, uh, oh my God! Are you sure you're not Jewish with the guilt? Um, yes, and we shall embrace, and it'll be delightful. Or maybe yes. I'll come to Philly, do a show. Oh, they would love you here. They would love you here. I love the energy we'll, there. We'll have a cheesesteak, a soft pretzel. We'll carve it up. I love it. You would be fantastic with South Philly women. I mean, I'm into it. Let's do it. I mean, like yelling at them. You Order. Know. Water. You've already got the earrings for South Philadelphia. Exactly. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next time. Bye. Later, bitches.